0: This is the Savvy Investor Radio Podcast with Mike Kinnett. Mike is a financial planner and estate planning attorney with a master's degree in taxation and three-time Amazon best-selling author. Alongside Mike is 10-time five-star Wealth Management Award winner and top-ranked financial advisor by Forbes, Ryan Herbert. For decades, the pro-status financial team has been helping families build successful retirements and lasting family legacies now the Savvy Investor Podcast. Welcome to the Savvy Investor Radio and Savvy Investor Podcast with Mike Kinnett of ProStatus Financial. And usually Ryan Herbert is here with you, Mike, but I'm thinking he's getting some much deserved vacation right now with the fam.
1: Actually, I got to tell you, his wife has him working like a dog. I don't know if you know this, but I know the listeners know this, that uh, Ryan and his wife actually run and own a couple of the auto shows out in Ocean City. They do a lot of the entertainment, outdoor festivals and events for Ocean City. And uh, this week is the uh, auto show. So they have all the hot rods and stuff coming on. and, And Ryan and his wife run that whole thing. They do one in the fall. They do... Sometimes in the past they've done fireworks, although they didn't do the fireworks that blew up, but they do a lot of stuff in Ocean City. So that is this week out in Ocean City, getting all that stuff up and running.
0: That's awesome. Well, so you're holding the Forge out of Pro Status Financial. Are you missing him a little bit?
1: I always miss him every time he's not here. <laughs> I love him when he's here, and I love him when he goes, and I love him when he comes back. You know how that works. (laughs) Yes,
0: absolutely. (laughs) Well, if you are looking down the road at retirement, there is no shortage of questions to be asked, and we're going to try to narrow down what things could look like for you today on The Savvy Investor, starting with a major concern these days, Mike. It's inflation. It's hurting a lot of Americans, yet the stock market seems to keep bouncing along, and economist Mark Tepper tells Fox Business you have to dig deeper than just the green arrows. The market's within like 3 to 4% of its all-time high, yet there are recession red flags going up every single day. The Fed's getting more hawkish by the minute. In my opinion, there's zero
1: chance they navigate a soft landing.
0: So if we are headed for a recession, Mike, how much exposure to the stock market should a person near retirement have right now?
1: Well, our philosophy has always been you should always take the least amount of risk necessary to accomplish the goals. And I think really what the problem is, is that most people don't actually have a financial plan. They have somebody that might've told them to put some money in the stocks and bonds and mutual funds, buy annuities, whatever that mix was, but they don't really have a plan. And at the end of the day, The outcome should dictate The investments and the risk you take, not you have some investment that results in some sort of risk or some sort of reward. And a prime example of this, I was just having a conversation just this last week with a radio caller and her advisor had her about 75% of her assets were in the stock market and about 25% of her money were in fixed. And and she called from the radio because she heard us talking about interest rates and fixed and, and how that might adversely impact her. And given the fact that there's so much volatility in the market, as of recent, you know, she was losing money on the stock side of things, and then her bonds, her fixed side, were losing money as well. And so she called in and she asked, you know, hey, you know, how much risk should I actually be taking? And obviously it's always a very, very personal question. It's very specific to you. There's not a, a generic one size fits all. I mean, you probably have heard of that that old adage, you know, the the rule of 100, you take 100, subtract your age, and that's how much money you should have in the stock market. But really, the conversation should really be what risk do I have to take in order to actually accomplish the goals that I want? And part of these things that you really have to understand, and and this is the part that really always troubles Ryan and myself, we always hear about these average rates of return. We hear average rates all the time. And if you go and do a a Google search, right, because Google can get you anything, and you do a Google search, Forbes and Fidelity and all these companies do these analyticals every year, and they talk about average returns that people get versus average returns that the investments get, right? So you hear, you know, Fidelity, this, Janus, the other thing, whatever mutual fund or stock or bond you might be in, it had an 8% return or 10% average return, whatever it is over time. But when you actually look at how much money the people make, it's considerably less. And I want to give you an example of why. Let's assume for a minute that in year one, the stock market drops 50%. And then let's assume in year two, the stock market goes up 50%. Well, what's your average rate of return, right? I mean, your average rate of return, if you're down 50 in one year and you're up 50 the next year, your average rate of return is zero, right? That's the average. Negative 50, positive 50, the average is zero. Let's add some math to this problem. Let's say you have $100,000 that you put into the stock market and the stock market drops 50% the first year. Now you only have $50,000. Now when the stock market comes back 25%, well, you know what, you now have 75. I'm not so sure I'm happy with my 0% returns because I just lost 25% and it doesn't feel like I average zero. It feels like I average negative 25%. That's what it feels like and the reality is that's what's wrong with what's the appropriate amount to have in the stock market. If you're unsure about how much risk you're actually taking and how much risk you should be taking, give us a call at 866-597-1040, 866-597-1040. Ryan, myself, and our team, let us sit down with you. We're going to show you how to create those income streams that you and your spouse and significant other will never outlive. We're going to talk to you about how much risk you're taking. We're going to talk to you about the fees you're paying. We're going to talk to you about long-term care and estate planning and taxes, taxes, taxes. We have four years left to get you in the lowest tax rates possible. Give us a call at 866-597-1040, 866-597. 597 1040
0: and that is on a complimentary basis it's the savvy investor radio with Mike Kennett and Ryan Herbert of ProStatus Financial Group you can find them at prostatusfinancial.com now Mike, you mentioned with inflation, I think um, you need to have a plan. That's what you mentioned. I think a lot of people, they might get caught off guard because I know a lot of people kind of assume they're going to spend less in retirement. This could totally wipe out their plan if they're kind of DIYing things. How do you implement strategies for your clients at ProStatus?
1: Well, again, it starts by having that plan. Obviously, we want to know what the allocations need to be and how much income we need to produce. But talking about specifically that allocation and that risk factor, right? So here's how that conversation went as we continued with this radio caller. What we wanted to know was how much income she needed, which is what you're just talking about. Mm -hmm. And it turned out she had a pension because she worked for the federal government and she had social security, which was two nice little nest eggs. And she had some RMD requirements on an inherited IRA that she had received from a relative. So she had a pretty good stream of income. And one of her relatives had left her some property that had a consistent income stream. It was some commercial property. So she was in pretty good shape income-wise. So of her nest egg that she had saved, and she had done a really good job. Her and her husband had done a wonderful job. They really only needed a very, 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 very small percentage, less than a tenth of a percent. I mean, it was such a small amount less than one percent withdrawal is what they needed in order to create the income streams that they needed for the rest of their life so that begs the question right if your withdrawal needs if the amount of money you need to take out of your investments is so small how much risk should you take in order to accomplish your goal well in her situation She could actually take as much risk as she wanted. We felt pretty comfortable about that. We knew we could take a very small portion of this money. We could take about $350 to $400,000 and earmark it into a safe investment Mm -hmm. that we knew would not lose money when the stock market went down. We knew that money would not go down with interest rate fluctuations. And that allowed her to take the rest of her portfolio, which was pretty substantial thereafter. We could take the rest of that money and we could be as aggressive as we want because from this perspective, when the stock markets were up, we could take it out of the Stock market bucket. But when the stock markets were down, we could take it out of the conservative bucket. And what we did is we put seven years of money into that conservative bucket. So we had seven years of down market protection. Now, Historically, we haven't seen seven years, but it doesn't mean it can't happen. You know, we wanted to give her as much sleep at night comfort as we could create for her. So we put away enough money into this very conservative bucket to make sure that when the markets are down, we could take money from a bucket that was not losing money. It wasn't losing it because the stock market was dropping. It wasn't losing it because of inflation. It wasn't losing it because of market volatility. It wasn't losing it because of an interest rate adjustments. It would not lose money for any of those things. Now it might not grow, but it would not lose money no matter what. And then we had a large bucket, a lot of money left over to take advantage of all the growth opportunities. And in those years when growth didn't go our way, we wouldn't take money out of that bucket, we'd take it out of the safe bucket. So for this woman, The 70-30 mix that she had, she could take a lot more risk and still meet her goals. Her goals were to maximize the value of the account. And quite frankly, it was to maximize the value of the account without using life insurance. Because if you're just trying to get as much money to your heirs, life insurance is the way to go for that. But she wanted to maximize the growth opportunities, but wanted to make sure no matter what, she and her husband were always taken care of from an income point of view. And that's what we did. So kind of coming full circle. Yes, you should absolutely have a plan. Because a plan dictates what your goals are. Your goals dictate what your allocations are. Your allocation dictates how much risk you actually should be taking in order to accomplish your goals. And when you accomplish your goals, that means you're meeting your planning needs. And if you wanna have that type of certainty in your financial plan, if you wanna have that type of certainty in your retirement plan, so you know what the next one year, five year, 10 years, 20 years look like, that you have the direction and you have the guidance and it's all clear and concise, give us a call. If you have saved $500,000 or more towards retirement, and we talk about that number all the time, $500,000 or more, it's because the very strategies we just talked about, the very strategies we talk about week in and week out on this show all revolve around 500000 or more. You need that type of investment level to really maximize the benefits of the strategies that we want to use for you and your family going forward. Give us a call, 866-597-1040, 866 597 Sit down with Ryan, myself, and our team. We will show you how to create those income streams that you and your spouse are significant other. You will never outlive them. We're going to talk to you about how much risk you're taking. We're going to talk to you about the fees you're paying. We're going to talk to you about estate planning, long-term care, and taxes. Folks, we have Four years left to get you in the lowest tax brackets possible. Give us a call, 866-597-1040.
0: We're going to give you, the savvy investor, a few minutes to make that call, 866-597-1040 and set up time with the team at ProStatus Financial. Take advantage of that offer that Mike has on the table today. The first five callers that have saved $500,000 or more for retirement will get a complimentary complete retirement plan. And Mike, I'm so glad you're here today because we need to clear up some changes that are potentially coming down the pipeline that could really affect retirees. The U.S. Senate is considering a big bill passed by the House that's designed to help Americans save more for retirement. It's called Secure Act 2.0 commonly. A longtime wealth advisor, James Bogart, told Yahoo Finance that is a huge step in the right direction. In terms of accumulation of wealth, we know the time value of money saving early on or at least starting to save early on has the most impact. So I love the the student loan match provisions that they're putting in there. I also love that they're putting in Roth 401k matching options and then even having uh, enhancements to the catch up saving options. So it sounds like there's a lot going on with this bill. Mike, can you quickly recap the major parts so far and how it impacts? savers who are now approaching or are already in retirement?
1: Well, I always get nervous whenever they talk about the possibility that they could pass a bill, because you know, with the politicians being what they are today, they don't always cooperate even when it makes perfect sense, even when it's logical, because if a Democrat came up with it, there's no way a Republican could ever endorse it or agree with it because that would just be bad for the political trail and vice versa, right? So if a Republican came up with it, a Democrat can't agree with it or support it, even if it's actually in our best interest. So Truthfully, fingers crossed that, I mean, I know the House passed this, and fingers crossed that the Senate actually steps up, because they're, although it's not a perfect bill, they never are, there are some really cool things in there. I mean, for people over 62, instead of being able to put in that you know $7,000, the catch-up provision on the seven, you'll actually be able to put an extra 10,000 into your 401Ks and such, so that's a nice thing. You can actually put more money in, gives you a little bit better chance to save some money if you haven't saved along the way, or quite frankly, if you just wanna put even more money away, that's really cool. One of the things I like, I think it's an incredible opportunity, is right now, when you are putting money into your Roth 401K at work, all the matching contributions that you may be entitled to. So, you know, a lot of employers, they might put three, four, 5% of your salary into your 401k. If you put money into your 401k, they'll match you up to maybe three or four or 5% of your salary. Well, right now, if you put that 5%, let's say it's $5,000 just as a number. Right now, if you put that 5%, that 5,000 into your Roth 401k, when they match you that same $5,000, because remember they match you dollar for dollar up for the first four or 5% roughly, When they match you that $5,000, the rule now says they have to put it in the traditional 401k. So now you have two sets of books running. One with after-tax dollars that's always gonna be tax-free and one with pre-tax dollars that when you roll it out of there, you have to pay tax on down the road. So this new bill says, we can put it all into the Roth 401k. That, my friends, is huge. That's a huge thing. They're talking about extending out the RMDs. Uh, you know, I'm not as tickled to death as that. You know, they're going to 73 and a few years later it goes to 74 and then I think 2032 it goes to 75. So I'm not as excited about that. I mean, yes, that helps, but I'm not as hyped up about that. I do think it's wonderful. They're going to have an automatic enrollment process so that employers that automatically enroll their employees into a 401k when they come aboard, there's actually going to be some tax credits to incentivize the employer to make it an automatic thing. I think that's important for people starting out work. When they first begin, they don't think about that Roth or think about that 401k contribution, and they might say, I'll get around to it. If it's automatic, they won't even notice it out of their paycheck. So I think that's a huge thing. I think one of the kind of smoke and mirrors that they are throwing in there personally is most people have heard that if you take money out of an IRA or a retirement account before 59, while there are some rules involved with it, generically speaking, and if you take it out before 59 and a half, there's a 10% penalty for taking the money out early. I think most people are aware of that. What people don't always recognize is that if you don't take it out correctly, once you reach that 72, once you have RMDs, if you don't take it out correctly, there's actually a 50% penalty. Think about that, a 50% penalty penalty for not taking the money out correctly. So if your RMD is supposed to be $2,000, and at 87 years old, you wound up in the hospital because of COVID or whatever it was, and you got released, and you were in rehabilitation, and and rehab, and all that, and it just took some time to get around to it, and you forgot to do your RMD. When you finally did get that RMD taken care of, when you finally took that $2,000 out a year or two later, they penalize you 50% plus the tax. Mm. So think about that. If you're in the, let's just say for simplicity's sake, the 25% tax bracket, not only did you lose a thousand of that $2,000 payment, so you have 50% penalty, a thousand dollar penalty there, plus you still had to pay tax on the full $2,000. So out of the 2,000 you were supposed to take out, you got $1,500. Now here's why I said I think the 2.0 is a, a little bit of smoke and mirrors when it comes to this RMD issue. I've been doing taxes, gosh. 30 years maybe mm-hmm. something like that maybe longer and uh, i ran out of fingers and toes but <laughs> here's what it is in all the years i've been doing this for every person who's ever walked through my door and said hey you know what mike my mom and dad you know they asked us to help them and we realized they haven't been doing their rmds what do we need to do every time we've done it every time we've experienced this. We have been able to go in, we write a very nice letter to the IRS and say, hey, look, here's the facts and circumstances. Please waive the penalty. And I've never had the IRS say no. It doesn't mean they can't, right? Okay. It's not a guarantee. But I've never had the IRS say, no, we won't waive the penalty. And I gotta tell you, I've probably written a 100 of those letters over the last 20, 30 years of my career. And now here's what the new rule says, basically. If you forget to take it out and you take it out as soon as you, remember, as soon as you figure it out, you get it taken out, it's only a 10% penalty. Well, now that they lowered it to 10%, are they gonna waive it? Because in the past, they waived it anyways. So for me, 0% because they typically waived it as long as you got it fixed immediately. Now, if you forget every time and, and you know they waive it once and then three years later you forget, they're not gonna keep waving it for you. Right. But one and done, you're good. I worry now that that 10% penalty will be there forever. And think about this, for the people that are subjected to this, are typically older citizens. It's our parents, it's our mom and dad, it's our grandparents and they're just getting old and you know, the paperwork gets shuffled up. Investment firms, they're not calling to make sure that you did your RMDs. I mean, in in my firm, because we actually do tax planning, Ryan and I actually believe in tax planning, we call to make sure we got all our, our RMDs, even for accounts that you don't have with us, we're still making sure, did you get your RMDs taken care of? If you want this type of experience where somebody is being proactive, not only with you, but if it's your folks need to this taken care of, somebody will actually sit down and help you with the calculations, because you know as well as I do, if you ask an advisor to help me with the calculations, the first things come out of my mouth, sorry, I'm not a tax professional, I'm not allowed to do tax planning for you. And if you ask a CPA, they're gonna say, we don't do that either. You need somebody like Ryan and myself. And if you want that type of experience, somebody you know who is in your corner to make sure those are. RMDs are correct, because they can be complicated, they can be convoluted, especially if you have annuities, you have to give us a call. 866-597-1040, 866-597-1040. Let Ryan and myself and our team sit down with you. We will create your very own financial plan. We will give you a roadmap to your financial future. We're gonna talk to you about income planning, we're gonna talk to you about fees, we're gonna talk to you about how much risk you're taking, we're gonna talk to you about long-term care, estate planning, and taxes. Folks, we have four years left to get you in the lowest tax bracket possible. Give us a call at 866-597-1040, 866-597-1040.
0: With all these changes that are coming down, some you're in favor of, some you think are smoke and mirrors, what overarching theme do we have going on here? To me, it kind of feels like the government is saying, hey, we're not going to be able to take care of you for retirement. You got to take care of yourself. Set all this stuff up.
1: Well, I don't even think that's kind of what they're saying, right? I mean, the government has said all along, "We're the leeches and we want your money." And so here's ways for us to get more money from you. We're going to let you put away a little bit more so that we can get a little bit more out down the road. Now, having said that, I do like a few features of this. I like the fact that they are saying there are more ways to be more tax efficient. And think about this, if the government is telling you there are more ways to be more tax efficient, once in a while the government is your friend and you should figure out ways to be more tax efficient. And that really does start by having a financial plan that includes tax planning, and that comes with a phone call to us. 866-597-1040 866-597-1040 Ryan and I and our team we will sit down with you we will create that incredible retirement plan for you it's a roadmap. it's going to show you exactly how to create your income streams it's going to talk to you about the fees it's going to talk to you about state planning long term care risk and taxes 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 if the federal government is actually trying to figure out how to save you taxes you should take advantage of this while the federal government is still being generous with your tax dollars do not pay them any more than you're legally required to do. Give us a call 866-597-1040.
0: And I just want to highlight and underline that this is an on a complimentary basis that you can sit down with Mike and Ryan and the team at ProStatus Financial for those that have saved $500,000 or more for retirement. It's a huge value to you. 866-597-1040. And with that, Mike, I'll give you the last word.
1: This is Mike Canette. We'll see you, the Savvy Investor, next week.
0: Thanks for listening to the Savvy Investor Radio Podcast, brought to you by ProStatus Financial. For more info on Mike and Ryan, to schedule a consultation or an upcoming workshop and radio show times, go to thesavvyinvestortv.com.